you know, the focus on tech has for us shifted a bit. How are you thinking about tech and where the real opportunities are over the, the rest of this year and beyond? Well, obviously, last year was characterized by this very narrow market. And generally, we've been positioned for much broader market performance. Uh, really since the announcement of the vaccines in the fourth quarter. And we expect that to continue as the economies reopen. I think the challenge with tech is obviously it's also vulnerable from a valuation standpoint. So generally, we are looking at more of a value tilt in our portfolio and at really exploiting areas away from tech. And part of the reason that there is a rotation is uh, we've seen what some people fear as a return of inflation. How are you thinking about inflation and how's that putting itself into your asset allocation at this point? So we, you know, like everybody, expect inflation to pick up a bit in the short term. We're already seeing that because of base effects. But we don't see an inflationary spiral yet. We think it's a bit premature to, to be worried about that because ultimately we need a tighter labor market to really see inflation take hold. And so we see that more as a challenge for 2022. Um, the good news, though, is that inflation hedges in any case are not that expensive yet. So even to accept the, you know, even if you think it's a problem for a year out, you can start to position for it right now because the kind of assets or the kind of positions that might benefit from that surge are still looking quite attractive. And so what are the ways that you're putting inflation hedges in your portfolio? Well, it's been quite simple in the sense that we've been underweight bonds and we still think there is room for more to be priced in in terms of break-even. So still upward pressure on bond yields, so we're still underweight there. We've allocated to commodities, and this is an asset class we avoided for many years because in a world where growth was scarce, commodities were not additive to the portfolio. They're highly correlated with equities. Well, I think now they do provide interesting diversification properties, and although we've obviously seen a strong rally already in that position, we still think there's room to go in that front because we're seeing a synchronized recovery and obviously, even the, the infrastructure plans, even the green infrastructure plans are quite helpful to commodities. And then finally, we have this value tilt in our portfolio because obviously the challenge posed by inflation is that to the extent it leads to higher bond yields, it does provide a valuation problem to equities. And so we're protecting ourselves, again, by having a value tilt in our equities. Well, that makes a lot of sense and and uh you know inflation is something that people are positioning for but what other risks do you see out there uh that we should have on the radar uh for the rest of this year i think one of the challenges is still one of you know there is still a concern about growth out there we could end up with a slight you know our central scenario is that high inflation will be associated with stronger growth but I think one thing that we might see is that domestic economies reopen, but you don't see the same kind of international reopening. You know, you don't see the same amount of travel as you saw before. And that could result in quite a sort of deterioration in the growth and inflation mix because it means that ultimately growth globally won't be firing on all cylinders and potentially does store up more capacity constraints in the domestic economy. So I think it's that combination of maybe us not getting back to normal as quickly as people think, us staying very domestically focused, so really a forced deglobalization, 
which ultimately results in a more stagflation environment. So that's one thing I'm worried about, you know, that the virus keeps surprising us in the way that it constrains our activities. And so ultimately, that's probably the thing I'd worry about the most, is this combination of maybe growth not being that strong and inflation still rising because of capacity constraints in the domestic economy. All right. Well, Johanna, thanks so, so much for helping us uh, understand your positioning. It sounds like position for a reflation trade, but realize that uh, it's not uh, 100% given that we achieve escape velocity in the longer term. Uh, I think that sounds similar to how we're looking at things. And uh, look forward to uh, hearing more from you uh, later as we continue the discussion. Thanks again. Thank you. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliates. The views and opinions expressed in this material by external guest speakers are those of the author, speaker, and are not those of UBS, its subsidiaries, or affiliates. Accordingly, UBS does not accept any liability over the content of this material or any claims, losses, or damages arising from the use or reliance of all or any part thereof. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.